Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brent Bow, and myself continue looking at baptism in the Old Testament. Welcome to the Being Lutheran podcast. I'm Pastor Brett Bow. I have with me Pastor Jason Goodham and Pastor Brian Rickey. All right. And we're talking about baptism again. I'm surprised. Yes. I'm shocked. I'm a broken, feeling like a broken record. <laughs> we actually, baptism, baptism. We haven't even started recording the real episode yet because it's the same at the beginning. So we're using the same five minutes yeah, on right. Light, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Saves us some time uh, right. on recording. <laughs> As we had a listener sent a, a song the other day about baptism mm. and it was kind of repetitive. And I thought, I don't know if they were trying to send a little message of... <laughs> Probably. Here's what I want to say about the listeners though. First of all... You guys are awesome. Uh, since we started on baptism uh, several weeks ago now, uh, <laughs> this is episode 11 Yes. On baptism. Yes, it is. In, in our series. Uh, since we started, listenership has almost doubled hmm. for our weekly, the, the stats that I get from WordPress. Hmm. It's it's not quite doubled, but it's close. We are at about 700, 750 a week, and we've peaked at about 1,300. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a little dip, but it's the the interest in this topic apparently is there. Mm-hmm. But the other one thing I want to say, and, and this is a huge thank you and mm-hmm. an encouragement, uh, we have had more interaction with our listeners on this mm-hmm. topic than everything else almost combined. Mm-hmm. Well, people, and it, because of, a lot of times it is divisive mm-hmm. and, they, and people just don't want to talk about it because it can become divisive. But I would encourage mm-hmm. both my, my brothers and sisters in any denomination uh, that holds to the Nicene Creed, mm-hmm. whether you do infant baptism or you do adult credo baptism, confession-based baptism, this should not divide us. You know, yes, it is our conviction. And yes, we stand behind it based upon the Holy Scripture uh, of God. And we we love that. But that doesn't mean that we allow arrogance and pride to get in the way. And that's why I think we should talk about it. And I think the more that we talk about it, the more we can understand one another, even if we disagree with mm-hmm. one another. Well, it's, the, it's the same principle, and, and I hesitate to compare baptism to politics. <laughs> but oh, no. Please don't. <laughs> but what, what happened with politics in America is that we disagreed with each other. So what we did for decades is we stopped talking about politics and now we can't get along, mm. right? Uh, what I want at the very least, and, and what I hope is that those listening, whether they're Lutheran or not, will at least have an accurate understanding of what Lutherans actually believe about baptism. Yeah. We're, I, I would like to get rid of some of the straw men and the caricatures from this, and I'm hoping for opportunities. And in, in, in where I was originally going with this, I want to say some specific thank yous to our listeners, JT, and, and Real Muto, yeah, not JT Real Muto. Uh, uh, JT, and, and I want to say Michael, but I think it's Mikiel who sent us a big long internet email, and, and we had an exchange with him. And uh, I, I have some questions in my back pocket from our listener Hans, mm-hmm. not Hans Feeney. Uh, I don't think he listens to the podcast Lutheran Satire, but mm-hmm. Hans, uh, who sent us a whole list of questions that we will probably address in a Q and A after we're done with the arc, and, and just make sure we go back and tie up all those things. And, and there. There have been several of you interacting, and, and I want to say thank you. I want to say do not hesitate to shoot us questions mm-hmm. and, and interact. Uh, for those who only 
comment on the comment sections of the individual podcast posts. Be patient. I only normally look at those once a week when I post the episode. Uh, if you want a more direct interaction, use the contact page on the website mm-hmm. and it comes into my email inbox and, and I respond much faster to that. It also helps us if you give us the episode number of what you're yep. referring to. Yeah. So if episode you could, number and, yeah. and you know, Brian and Brett and I are all willing to interact and, yep. and we really enjoy that. And, and the feedback is great. We, we are learning what works and what doesn't even, you know, 110 or so episodes into the podcast and and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's good. It's If you enjoy what you're listening to, even if you disagree, we appreciate that you would leave mm-hmm. reviews on iTunes, not for self-promotion, which is a little harder to do anyway because I'm not on <laughs> social media anymore. Brett has taken on the mantle of yeah. the promoter. But, but in reality, the more reviews and the better ratings we have, the more people have an opportunity to discover yeah. the podcast because it becomes more visible on iTunes. We are also currently working on getting uh, Being Lutheran uploaded to other formats. I've got someone behind the scenes trying to figure out why Spotify doesn't like our feed. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have an announcement that Being Lutheran is available on Spotify. Mm. And uh, I might uh, be inclined then to check out what it takes to get onto Pandora too. Uh, but but that's where we're at. And so, you know, took a little bit of a diversion there, but I wanted to say thank you for all those who have taken time to interact. It's great knowing uh, that... Uh, we have people listening and that people are benefiting from us. We had an email just the other day from mm-hmm. a pastor yeah, friend of that ours. Was, that was a fun one to read. Uh, who a recently uh, widowed husband mm, yes. has found yep. comfort mm-hmm. in what he's been retaught about baptism. Uh, and, and kind of the podcast was a launching point for that. Mm, and, you yeah. know, that... That warms my heart more yeah. than you guys can ever imagine, yeah. knowing that what we're doing is is more than just fun for mm-hmm. us doing it, which it yeah. is. Right. You know, and I think a, a part of, you know, the elephant in the room is, is that there are different types of approaches to infant baptism, even within Lutheranism. And so I'm not saying that we have it all figured out as far, mm-hmm. part of the AFLC. Um, but the one thing I can say that you guys mm-hmm. necessarily can is I've been a part of uh, quite a few dozens of different denominations. Well, remember, I remember really, really was a have. Methodist. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was an ancient and, and Methodist. So, <laughs> as someone who's been a part of multiple <laughs> denominations, <laughs> the, thing, the thing that I've really appreciated, especially in regard to baptism, because I entered seminary yeah. not ascribing to infant baptism, mm-hmm. but the thing I appreciated is the balanced scriptural approach. Mm-hmm. And um, I... I I really became aware of of what we're talking now and what we're teaching now as to what I ascribe to as biblical approach mm-hmm. to baptism and even infant baptism. Mm-hmm. And so I just really appreciate that. So the AFLC is going to have probably a little bit different take than some of our other Lutherans, brothers and sisters of different denominations. But we do believe in, with all of our heart that this is what Luther taught, that this was the what the early church Fathers even taught and ascribed to as mm-hmm. as Luther sought to reform back to that. Mm-hmm. And so that's our heart. And I would say that as far as the Lutheran and the different flavors of Lutheran theology, I don't know that what we believe is different. Mm-hmm. I believe that if there's there's kind of a shift in focus, it's a different emphasis than a, than a different confession. Yeah, that's a better way and, of putting it. Like, uh, emphasis. Where, where we, we have some actual disagreements on things with communion with, you know, say the Wisconsin Synod and the Missouri Synod that mm-hmm. we'll be highlighting mm-hmm. if we ever get 
to that, you know, after a 50 episode arc. <laughs> Seven years. We're almost now. there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, you know, again, to re- restate, if you are listening to us and you're from another tradition, the hope is, you know, <laughs> you know by the work of the Spirit, you, you come to understand and agree with us, praise God, because the nature of belief is that, yeah, absolutely, we believe what we believe is the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, we hope that you know what we believe and why we believe it. Again, you know, to obliterate those straw men and, and caricatures so that you can interact mm-hmm. uh, with our beliefs on uh, the level of truth, on the level mm-hmm. of yeah. accuracy. Yeah. And, and at that point, real meaningful, helpful conversation and real meaningful, helpful disagreement can happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, and, and we're hoping that the sound, healthy doctrine that we're hopefully giving out is is beneficial to the yep. the church at large. Yep, absolutely. And we have mm-hmm. been hearing that. So thank you listeners mm-hmm. yeah. and thank you so much. Yep. With that, all right. Well, we're baptism. halfway into this episode. <laughs> no. is, we don't have to worry about so much content if we yeah, just right. meander through Either the first 7 minutes of every episode. True. Or or we have to talk very quickly like Well, we, yeah. well we're upper midwestern so we do that normally anyway. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you betcha. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, boy. yeah. Okay, well <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking about an interesting topic of Naaman and how he was healed of his leprosy. So I'm not going to read... Baptism in the Old Testament. Yeah, baptism in the Old Testament. Uh, I'm not going to necessarily read the whole portion, but maybe just to get a little bit of the backdrop here. Uh, Naaman, commander, this is um, 2 Kings 5, verse 1 and following. Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master in high favor, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. Now the Syrians on one of their raids had carried off a little girl from the land of Israel, and she worked in the service of Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, Would that my Lord were with the prophet who was in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went in and told his Lord, Thus and so spoke the girl from the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. Um, So he went, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which read, When this letter reaches you, know that I have sent to you Naaman my servant, that you may cure him of his leprosy. Um, I'll just stop reading there. Maybe we can just kind of summarize the, the story so, from there. Naaman, uh, well, first the king panics, mm-hmm. but Elijah, is Elijah Am I or Shah? Elisha. Elisha. Yeah, Elisha. Uh, prophetically knows that Naaman's arrived. He sends mm-hmm. a messenger to Naaman, uh, and Naaman uh, rejects it, gets all frustrated because the rivers in Syria are way better than the River Jordan. Yep. Well, and for, he was upset that, Elisha didn't come out to greet him oh, too. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there's that. That's right. And then his servant, one of his servants mm-hmm. said, if if God had, or if the prophet had asked you to do the magnificent thing, mm-hmm. uh, you would have done it. He wants you to do this really simple thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. do it. And, and it's washing in the Jordan, which is kind of a muddy, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. a muddy river. But you know, the golden nugget of this story, one of them anyway, is that this little girl here yeah. who was carried off is walking in her vocation. Yes. Yes. Making, yes. No, uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, yes. We got wa- it. Walking in her vocation, vocation. and revealing to 
a family who she's, you know, operating as as a slave. She's a slave, as a yeah, servant, right. And she's walking in her vocation in in oppression, but revealing the truth and mercy yeah. of the great triune God. That's good. And in just thinking about the sovereignty of God in arranging all of the events that led to this one thing, it, th- this is a perfect example of what we discussed two episodes ago about law and gospel. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yep. This girl comes out of the midst of judgment on the normal on the northern kingdom. But in the midst of a sinful world. In the midst too. of a sinful yep. world. But but we have all the evidence we need in scripture that when the Syrians and, and the enemies invaded Israel, it's God's judgment on yep. them for their apostasy. I know. Mm-hmm. And this little girl and, reminds me of Joseph. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph was dealt yes. so many yeah. negative hands. And even while he was in prison, he had the, the disposition and the joy of the Lord to see within two prisoners their discomfort and, and looking past himself and his situation and ministering and I, what I would 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 call the gospel of God. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's a beautiful part of this little girl who was used in such a mighty way. Yeah, anyway, it's I love this passage. And then so Naaman washes, mm-hmm. dunks himself seven times in the river, yep. comes out and his skin's like a baby's. Uh, and then he tries to pay yeah, Elisha. And his and, flesh is oh, restored yeah. like the flesh of a little child. child yeah. Smoother than a baby's bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the name of Elisha's servant? Is it? Uh, uh, let's see. Scroll down. Gehazi. Gehazi. Oh, yes, yes, And yes. so oh, Naaman has all these oh. gifts that he's going to give. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, the joke is tempting. This is my starting point for people who want me to baptize their kids outside the congregation, right? This list that Naaman brought. But he wants to bless Elisha. Elisha's like, no charge. Mm-hmm. And Gehazi runs after Naaman, lies to him so that he can profit from it. Oh. And at the end of the story... Mm-hmm. Gehazi gets the leprosy, does he not? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's as far as literature goes, and, and when I say literature, I do not mean this is fiction, mm-hmm. but as, as far as artistic yeah. com- composition kind of, of like this narrative, yeah, yep. it mm-hmm. is mind-blowing how oh, awesome this, this mm-hmm. narrative is. And it it's reminds amazing. me really of Balaam, you know, and how people think that you can settle Jesus or peddle Jesus and... Mm-hmm. I think that's why I find Simon the prosperity the gospel and, such a, yeah. a repulsive and offensive thing that we don't sell Jesus. We don't sell mm-hmm. God's grace. God's grace is free. It came at a high price, mm-hmm. the, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But it is given to any and all who seek the favor of the Lord. Oh, my word. Mm-hmm. So we got about 10 minutes to unpack all the yeah, baptism I was say, what, imagery why, in here. <laughs> is, it, is it just the water here? Well, the water, the washing, the washing, yep. the washing clean, you know, that's mm-hmm. the obvious point of interaction. But, but uh, really two areas of emphasis again, because we do have a, uh, a New Testament key, mm-hmm. like we did with yes. the flood and and with uh, the Exodus. We'll get pull to that, that up on the yeah. We pull it up. We'll get there in a second. No, the, yeah. <laughs> the first point of interaction, however, is actually the comparison of Naaman's disease of leprosy mm-hmm. yes. to the disease of sin. Yeah, riff on that a little. Now, now leprosy is a disease that dulls the senses. Mm-hmm. It's a disease of the skin that you actually your nerves die. I right. think is what it looks so like. So you could put your hand on like on, the stovetop and, and not know. Not you know, feel it, yeah. So you don't know how sick you are and you don't know when you're doing damage to yourself. And there is no more perfect mm-hmm. definition and description of what sin is than that. Mm-hmm. When we are in sin, we don't know how bad our sin is. And in fact, we so often kind of 
Whitewash. Whitewash it. Yeah, mm-hmm. whitewash tombs. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. That wasn't where I was going, but that's an even better image. We we want to whitewash how bad sin is. And over and over and over, uh, the, the confession of the world is I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. And then the reality is you are very much not a good person. Mm-hmm. Not in the eyes of the God in, uh, in, in realm of salvation. Yeah. And, and we would remember in the Lutheran confessions, it's not only sin, but it is the desire to sin. That is sinful. Mm-hmm. You know, that concupiscence is the term that is used in the Augsburg Ding. Confession. There's Lutheran points for me too today. Yes. Uh, and so Naaman's problem of leprosy is specifically I, uh, addressed by the tangible means mm-hmm. of his washing. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and it's not a dirt that was washed off the body. It, it, the water has a, a sacramental effect. Yeah, because it's not Naaman the water does. itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does. It's it's not like washing off a fungal rash. No, no, yeah, right. you know, or, or anything like that. It's it's God's miraculous healing through His appointed. It's means. a disease. Mm-hmm. So and an infection. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's where leprosy comes in. Now we'll turn mm-hmm. it back to you, Brett, with the New Testament key and mm-hmm. talk about the other facet of baptism we want to pull out of here. Right. So and to it, set the text up, yeah, Jesus enters into the synagogue and he reads Isaiah, which we're going to close with, and and how um. Today, in your hearing, this prophecy of the Messiah has been fulfilled. He sits down. He's in Nazareth, his hometown. They totally reject him, and they get angry at him. He he claims that a prophet's not accepted in his hometown yeah, right. and goes on to reveal that that Israel's rejection of Christ will be revealed in, a, in judgment in part by the gospel going forth to the Gentiles as it did in the Old Testament. He's talking about adoption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so in, in Luke four twenty seven, Jesus says, And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. Okay. So, what we have here, like Brian set up, is the doctrine of adoption. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the functions of baptism in mm-hmm. our lives, is that it identifies mm-hmm. us, and in fact, God adopts us. Yeah. In baptism, Once we are you were not a people, a now you right. are yeah. God's people. Right. Once you were alienated, now you are a child sure. of God. So there's a, a little bit of a, a racial thing going on in terms of Naaman was a Syrian. Yeah, he's yeah. a Gentile. A Gentile, right. Yep. Jew, Gentile. He, yep. He's not of the, in, in the Old Testament. And, and we have to be careful how we talk about this because there's a whole layer of bad theology behind it. Mm-hmm. But in, in the Old Testament, you have the, the ethnic people of Israel as a type of the people of God. Now, I say that cautiously because in reality, in Israel was only and ever the people of of Israel who had faith in the promises that were the children of God. Mm-hmm. Only and ever. The church, it does not replace Israel. The mm-hmm. church is the continuation of Israel in that it was the people of the promise. Could we say it's more heritage-based versus racially-based then? Yeah. You yeah. know, or if we think about the, the heritage yeah. the heritage that is that is perpetuated through the promise yeah. of God and God's election. Sure. You know, to God's chosen yeah. I didn't people. mean to bring all the no, baggage. No, 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 but it's yeah. good. But it's good. Mm-hmm. It is good. And and as we think about that, you know, because we know that there were many people of, of other ethnicities that were part of Israel, um, you know, that, that Jericho, you know, of how many people came into the faith of uh, of Israel and the one God of Israel that were from uh, different ethnicities, mm-hmm. and you know, and what this addresses is one of the primary sins of the nation of Israel in the Old Testament was nationalism. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, this is, is, it's, it's expressed in 
Jonah best. Why doesn't Jonah want to go to Nineveh? Mm-hmm. Because, because he, he knows that God is gracious, well, he knows, <laughs> and if they repent, he will yeah. forgive them. Right. He will forgive them. And what's the problem with Nineveh is they're the sworn enemy exactly. of the northern kingdom. Yeah. And, and that's Jonah's racism northern, at its best right there. Yeah. Right. You know, and it, so you have racism on the one hand, you have nationalism on the other yeah, hand, yeah. both problems in the church today, right? We can, yes. How many prophecies will people claim are about America oh, in the 21st century oh, and things like no, that? No, no, no. But the, the thing is, the theology God lays out for Israel in the Old Testament is a theology of welcoming the sojourner, a theology of being a light to the nations. And and God has to put forward effort in the Old Testament to save the Gentiles because Israel, the nation, is failing. Mm. But then this is carried over to the New Testament, where we as Gentiles, we as strangers and aliens... Mm -hmm are adopted by God. The wild grapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grafted right. in. And, and, and so what you have in baptism, we talked last week about the Trinitarian nature of baptism. We mm-hmm. are baptized into the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's the name you're given in baptism. You are adopted mm-hmm. as a child of God. And, and, you know, so this stands as a sign in a seal that you want to know when you became a child of God. What we in the American church want to do is we want to confirm it with some internal experience, yeah. right? That I, I responded to an altar call. I, I felt, I, I heard an especially powerful, moving, emotional uh, sermon, mm-hmm. whatever the case might be. It is my experience of God's grace that is definitive. And what we say in the Lutheran church is when that experience fails you, when, when, when everything else in your life would stack up against you when Satan, who's, mm-hmm. who, who, who is the accuser, is going to accuse you of sins that have been forgiven. Mm-hmm. God's answer to you is right here at this moment. I yeah. made you my child. Absolutely. And it doesn't change. Yeah. And so it's funny because we, we think we put experience, we kind of put the cart before the horse where experience can lead to a confirmation you know, of God's saving work, but it is definitely not the initiation of it. It's not the the basis of it. It's not some synergistic aspect of it. It is literally, if anything, a sign that God is working in your heart and your mind. And and we're not attacking experience. We've said multiple times Mm -hmm. in the podcast. It can be a beautiful confirmation of God at work. We should expect the good news of the gospel to produce an experience. But what we are saying is that the experience is not the fundamental definitive mm-hmm. part of your faith. It is not where you measure or draw your faith from. Yeah. It is the objective work of God in Christ on your behalf. Mm-hmm. And that is the realm the sacraments belong to. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amen. There's so much good stuff here. And I know that we're kind of bringing this to a close, but mm-hmm. you know, it even corresponds to first um, Peter chapter three. Yeah. Uh, not the washing of dirt from the yeah. body, yeah, but yeah. it's a it's a, de- a disease right. and an infection that can only be cured. The only right. remedy is salvation in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. and the beauty of God's grace and how it's delivered to even infants mm-hmm. in baptism. Right. Naaman was washed. He was made new, mm-hmm. you know, flesh yeah, like a right. baby. Yep. And like a baby. <laughs> faith was created. Yeah. Nathan, or Nathan, Naaman returns to Syria a Christian, mm-hmm. a believer in God. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The gospel. It's so funny yeah. how evangelism yeah. and everything just kind of ties into yeah. this vocation. And we kind of covered it all today. Yeah. But uh, the beauty that it should remind us of 
is that, yes, baptism is a mystery, but God is a God who longs to save. Mm -hmm. And it's because of his initiated love in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Mm -hmm. that brings us to a place of salvation. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, I'd love to read what Jesus said in the day, that day in the synagogue. Uh, and in Luke chapter 4, verse 17, I'll begin. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him, and he unrolled the scroll, and he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, the recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty those who are being oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor." And he rolled up the scroll and he gave it back to the attendant and he sat down and the eyes of all the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on iTunes. Please join us next week as we continue our discussion about baptism, looking at the Old Testament scriptures. God bless you and have a great week.